0: Previously on the Omen podcast. If we close off enough pipes, then other pipes will have nowhere else to go.
1: Koala is just
0: headbutting these pipes. Look, Annabelle, it's something you can pistol whip without being reported by HR. What was that? Unrelated. It was the flames of my love when I get down on one knee. <laughs> And I hold up my wrist, missing finger.
1: Is that a finger? That is
0: my finger. Will you marry me?
1: The three of you go into the courtroom. There is Smedley in the dock looking particularly sad and sheepish.
0: This man is the best man at my wedding!
2: And I need him alive to see my children! And and also wear his uh, triumvirate?
1: All rise for the Right Honourable Judge, Joel Lafayette. The judge looks at all of you and goes... You may have a seat.
2: What will happen next? Let's find out in this episode of Oben.
0: I sit where the lawyer's supposed to sit. Ah, <laughs> oh, my head is bleeding. I don't look very official at all. I'm a man not in love.
2: Uh, I sit next to Koala. Uh, oh, gosh.
3: Oh, man. I'll sit next to Martin. Uh.
1: Judge Lafayette looks at all of you. Uh, then he looks at Smedley in the dock with great disdain. And he looks over at his son mason lafayette who you guys framed for murder who is standing in the other dock as the what's the what's the word accuser the accuser is it accuser no prosecutor
2: okay well i assume this was a weird like you know rural yeah
1: you're in a rural kangaroo court right now
2: yeah exactly
1: <laughs> you are you are not in a good way right now joel lafayette looks down at you all and goes this trial begins now dr robert maria smedley you have been accused of witchcraft. You have been accused of murdering my daughter, Jose Lafayette. You have been accused of causing my son, Mason Lafayette, to kill his sister through witchcraft. You have also recently been accused of burning down the Lafayette Manor in retribution for being imprisoned. How do you plead? And then Smeddy looks up and goes, Um, not guilty. Please don't kill me.
0: (laughs) I object to the terms under which this is, uh, under which the crimes have been framed. Everything is upon my client, as opposed to Mason Lafayette, who, as witnessed by the entire town behind me, who is murmuring in approval right now, I'm sure, thanks to a handy soundbite, (laughs) have witnessed a murder happen and the smoking gun in his hands.
1: We figured this out recently. The bullet was not from his gun.
0: Can you really tell what bullet comes from what guns? There's so many guns and so many bullets. Does anyone here have a gun? Everybody is raising guns because it's the South.
1: Literally everyone is raising their guns. (laughs) Everyone in this room is packing.
0: Literally anyone could have shot them. So do you want to put your town on trial or your son?
1: My son is not on trial. This... Outworlder, this person from outside our town is on trial for witchcraft. Before he came here, everything was
2: fine. I thought you said that two hot things were usually related, Koala. They are. <laughs> the gun was hot as well, and the body was hot. How do you explain that?
1: What are you trying to say about my daughter?
0: I'm saying your daughter was a very attractive young woman, and I'm sure you would agree as a fine southern gentleman.
1: No comment. Uh, <laughs> moving swiftly on, we... We'll take statements from each of the Triumvirate, if that is your decision. Are you going with trial by combat, or are you going by trial by Triumvirate?
2: Uh, Well, it is the opinion of the Triumvirate that uh, Dr. Robert Smedley could not survive an encounter with a Spriggan, uh, Your Honor.
1: Very well. So The swamp denizens will not be feasting tonight on his flesh. Can the first of the Triumvirate come forward and give their statement about one dr robert smedley who wishes to go first
0: i elect that to keep things impartial we start in alphabetical order with annabelle saint john
3: well i think we should go alphabetical by last name because that's more official so dr martin would be first
2: Uh uh-huh of course (laughs) i would (laughs) Um, Okay, great. Very well. That makes sense.
1: I am a judge. I know these things. Can Dr. Martin Bengtson please come to the stand and provide his account and testimony for the accused?
0: And I'd like to remind the court that he is a white landowner and therefore trustworthy Southern
2: court. (laughs) No, actually, I I just rent. Shut up. It's better in the long term. I promise. Uh, I sort of sneak up to the judge and be like, uh, wait sorry. wait, sorry, testimony, am I just, is it like a character witness thing? I haven't...
1: Character witness, yes. You must character witness this clear and obvious deviant and witch.
2: So I have to say why I think he's not a witch.
1: Well, he clearly is one, but you can give it a go.
2: Okay. Uh, I step up on the, on on the, like, in the, in in front of the judge's... There are too many words here that I just don't know. I've never, like, had to do a judge courtroom scene before. (laughs) There's
1: always a time for it.
2: I stand in front of of the audience and go, like, ladies and gentlemen of the American South, really? A witch trial in 2019? I knew you folks were backwards. But I looked at the calendar, and it's technically 1943 here. Be, be careful, please.: Wait, sorry, is that true? I asked the judge.
1: <laughs> the town has a very specific calendar. We, we uh, have maintained the year 1943 uh, for the last God knows how many
2: years. Uh, okay, well, I, uh, let me revise my statement. Uh, it, really? Which trial? It's 1943 number 76. <laughs> i don't we're better than this like and besides look at this guy this guy couldn't hurt a fly hello shut the fuck up okay (laughs) you're not helping all right sorry look if anyone in this room is gonna do magic do you really think that it's going to be this nerdy ass motherfucker with those broken glasses and the like giant pile of Mardukrabe? Why? How did he...
0: Look at him. Even in prison, he's got, like, people were just, like, drawing all over him with prison sharpies. He's got dicks from head to toe. (laughs) Um,
1: And and Smedley looks around, and yeah, he has got, like, sharpie marks all over him from Big Bruce, the guy who he was sort of having to stay in the jail with.
0: And Big Bruce was just, like, giggling. It's like an adolescent, just... Just like and drew like a cup on like his head, like so it would be like Cuphead, which also released in, uh, which it released in 1943, number 75, not number. 76. Yes,
1: it did. It did indeed. Good year, <laughs> very good year, very good year for video games. Big
2: Bruce enjoyed Cuphead. Either way, everything I've just said is completely irrelevant because what the fuck are we doing? Even if he was a witch, what's so bad about being a witch, guys? What if your neighbor was a witch and you didn't want to... And, and you you just decided that you wanted to hate them, even though they could, say, come over to your house and, you know, flick their, click their fingers, and now your dishes are done. Or you don't even have to do your di- dishes ever again.
1: The jury look at you, and they sort of murmur for a little while, and then one of them passes a piece of paper to the judge, and the judge reads it. And then you find yourself suddenly... In handcuffs, two deputies behind you have handcuffed you. <laughs> it has come to the attention of the jury and the judge that this man may also be a witch.
2: Well, that's fucked up. God damn it, Martin!
1: The trial of Doctor Robert Smedley and Doctor Martin Benson will now begin again. Court is in session. Can Koala Jackson please come to the stand to offer his character witness?
2: Can his wife be part of my triumvirate? Maybe. <laughs> Sweetie,
1: are you comfortable with that? Um, I I guess so. I, I don't know him very well, though. I mean, just say
0: everything like you know what this town like enjoys, like appreciates, just like anything that would get them on his side. Um, that's that's what you sort of say.
3: Wait. A spouse can't be used to testify.
1: No, he's not a spouse. It's
0: fine.
3: It's fine. No, she just... I just feel like she married the entire group. She married all of us. She's part <laughs> of
0: all of us. Please, no. It's a very open relationship, but what I'm saying... So what's your last
2: name, honey? <laughs> it was Krusty, but now it's Jackson. I'm Doreen Jackson. It
0: isn't Jackson yet legally. No,
2: actually, that wasn't in the contract. You, uh, you both have
0: your original last names. I wouldn't mind hyphenating my name, even, but for right now, you have the last name that comes first, so you come up there, and you and you set me up to really help these people by just saying the best things you can think about them, right? Best things. Go on up, sweet. I believe in you.
1: Uh, okay. Um. All right. Hi everyone. Uh, I am uh, Doreen Krusty. Uh, I am. Hi Doreen. Hello, hello Koala. I've recently been married to uh, the wonderful Koala down there, uh, and he is a a, a brilliant man uh, and uh, one heck of a character witness. You guys are gonna. Love him in a minute and um, what can I say about this man here who's who I've never met before, but also uh, this other man here whose name is Martin and I've seen him a couple of times. I know that he likes books. Uh, I've seen him writing books and and he, he also likes to read books. Uh, he also enjoys a good garlic soup. <laughs> Uh, and that causes the jury to sort of sort of murmur and, and approve because everyone in the town likes garlic soup. I believe that if he likes garlic soup, then he can't possibly be a witch because there is old information that i've I've come across uh, that says that if someone is to eat garlic soup and they are a witch, they will um die so so he can't possibly be a witch because he's he's eaten garlic soup. I've seen it. I can literally smell it on his breath right now.
0: With that said, I stand up on my table, I take the garlic out of my nostrils and I say, THIS IS REMNANTS OF GARLIC SOUP. IF THEY INGEST THIS AND DO NOT DIE, THEY PROVABLY CANNOT BE WITCHES. You know what, I think I'd rather take the trial like combat. thanks. I walk up to Martin and to Smedley and I gently place the garlic in front of them, and I walk back and I sit down, quite confident. I'm not eating your nose garlic, I'm not doing that.
1: (laughs) I'm also not eating your nose garlic, Koala. I'm not doing that. That's awful. Does
0: someone? Does anyone here have garlic soup, perhaps, in a thermos? There's
1: no one here with garlic soup. We don't have garlic soup in the courthouse. In fact, normally we don't like garlic in the courthouse in general because the entire town sort of has that smell of garlic, and I don't really like it that much. You
0: don't, huh? I take the pieces of garlic from back from off the bench and throw them out the window. My apologies, Your Honor.
2: Okay, can I very subtly use my one demon power that i haven't used yet uh which is the wind shear to stop the garlic from actually going out the window okay. and just dropping down
1: sure okay you do that and the garlic just sort of like lands on the floor
2: good and I wanna sneakily like slide it over back to me
1: okay you slide you sort of underneath the table move your finger and it causes the garlic to slowly come across the floor towards you and no one sees it okay. at the same time the judge looks at Annabelle and says, Annabelle Saint John, it is your turn to do a character witness for these two men.
3: All right. I happily take the stand. Um excuse me, your honor. Uh as a firearms uh aficionado, I kinda know a thing or two about how well they hit. Could I possibly see uh the evidence photographed of the body?
1: Very well. They wheel in a rather grotesque looking picture of this woman in a white dress and her entire like top half is missing from the bullet exploding the vampire inside.
3: Oh yeah, I remember that. Now I almost thought that was a dream, but your honor... I did that. What? That's my work. What is,
1: what, what do you mean? You killed my daughter.
3: I didn't kill your daughter. Your daughter was already dead. I killed the thing on her head. Well, what do you mean? There was one of them bug vampire things. Yo, know, this entire city's crawling, or town, I guess, is crawling with them. Wow,
2: talk about giving
1: it away. The entire courtroom goes silent when you say vampire.
3: There are
0: vampires of many forms. Vampires of wealth. Vampires of health. <laughs> vampires of your time. Have you ever had that neighbor who just keeps telling you about that garlic soup and you're like, we're all eating garlic soup, mate? It's phantom, right? You, you've all experienced that, yeah?
2: Yeah, it's metaphorical vampires she's talking about. Don't listen to her. In this
0: case, uh, the vampires we're talking about are metaphorical. Our older
3: 12.
1: In persuasion, I'm going to say that Joel looks down on all of you and goes, you killed my daughter, Josie Lafayette. She had been chosen by them to become one of them, and you killed her. Oh. And everyone in the courtroom gets up, and you hear the sounds of guns cocking. Ah, shit. And the deputies behind you, like, grab onto the back of your neck, Martin.
2: (gasps) Wait! Wait! I'm in love! Not with me, I hope. (laughs)
1: Kill every single one of them. Murder every single one of them right now where they stand. They have destroyed everything that we have hoped to build here. The Vampire Queen will be very, very displeased.
2: You hear that spooky music? It means it's time for the mid-episode break. I'm just here to tell you all about the news of Sylvania's favorite games and hobbies podcast, Omen Investigation. We have a whole bunch of exciting stuff to talk about, including our new official Discord. Come check it out. Uh, you can find it on our Twitter. Come hang out with all the other amazing fans. Talk about the show. Talk about the episodes. You can. We have a channel for showing off coffee mugs for some reason. It's called Hashtag Starbucks. We have a channel for shitposting called Deep Storage. We have unique channels for... All kinds of stuff. Just come check it out and hang out with everyone. In other news, there might be a short gap in episodes in the next few weeks because Sean is away on a game design conference for work. I'm sure he'll do his best to keep up. Hopefully there won't be any interruptions. But if there are, now you know why. We also have a uh, Patreon now. We're going to use it for things like uh, improved music and cool art for the show and... Maybe some better microphones, uh, so that you won't hear peaking all the time. Or so that Sean can stop having to edit the volume of some of us constantly. This week's promo is Brits on Bikes, friend of the show. It's another Real Play podcast, and their little town of Marsh Haven is actually set in the Omen universe. Here it is. In other news, it appears that Marsh Haven is on the
1: up as those good eggs over at Mondo Corps have done it again by announcing an Hello. 150 new jobs once they open the doors to the Phoenix Plaza. Hello. Various boutiques and offices, the Plaza boasts a new exhibition space yeah, no. famous Pete Mummy and a much-needed cash injection into local secondary school
3: Anna Kingsford College. Hello. No. Look, if you can hear this, then maybe all is not lost. Marsh Haven is not the place that you think it is. It has secrets, and there doesn't seem to be a sane adult in a hundred miles of the place who wants to know. Look, just spread the word. The kids are doing the best they can, but the country needs to know. The world needs to know that...
1: Brits on Bikes is an actual play podcast powered by the Kids on Bikes RPG. Listen on your preferred podcatcher, And follow us on Twitter, at Brits underscore Bikes. Keep on biking.
2: Speaking of the Patreon, thank you to Bob the Furby, at Bob the Furby on Twitter, for being our first second-level patron. Second-level patron comes with such cool perks, as getting your name shouted out on the podcast like we just did. But you also get to listen to the episodes as soon as they're edited. You don't have to wait until every Friday. You can just... Get them like that instantly. We're also going to have a cool dice giveaway at 10,000 downloads on the podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Omencast to find out more. And speaking of Twitter, please tell your friends about the show on social media in real life. Bug them constantly to listen to Omen Investigations fans like you are the only reason this podcast exists and if it's cool with you we would like a few more of them we want everyone to listen to our podcast and love our work because you know that's just how we feel validation i guess and while you're at it please please leave a review on apple podcasts or google casts or whatever it helps us get new listeners and it helps us reach more people and like i've said before without you our listeners this show is nothing okay well back to the show and please remember we love you very much I would like to break out of my handcuffs, please.
1: You break out of your handcuffs and cause the two people behind you to fall over. As everyone is starting to aim their guns directly at you, you hear the sounds of water rushing. Oh,
0: Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. Yeah.
1: (laughs) The pipes below the courthouse start to rupture and water sprays through the courtroom uh, and it causes everyone to start sort of like panicking. There are gunshots firing in every direction. Can everyone please roll for agility? Yep, zero.
0: (laughs) Got an eight. Oh, Annabelle got a 19. You can fire a shot back if
2: you want.
1: Dr. Martin, in the scuffle, the guard ends up shooting you in the foot.
2: (laughs) How much damage do I take?
1: Uh, I say you take three damage from this.
2: Well, there goes the med kit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It goes straight through the bandages. Koala, you also get clipped by a bullet, and you lose two health. And Annabelle, uh, you roll a 19, so you get to make an action here. What do you want to do?
0: I have a dangerous suspicion that if nothing else happens, my wife will
1: survive this. (laughs) So keep that in mind.
3: Um, I'm going to open fire back, I guess. Okay. I mean, that's a 26.
1: Fucking hell. Okay, so you pull out your revolvers and you start letting rip into this crowd of people and there are bodies dropping left, right and center. The water is starting to come up to your ankles uh, and there is blood everywhere right now. This is badass. The courtroom is very quickly filled with bodies. It's kind of like that scene from Kingsman. That's what I was thinking, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's quite impressive. Now the three of you and Doreen are standing there uh, and Joel Lafayette has jumped off of the podium and he's ran out of the nearby corridor and he is making his way out of the building right now.
2: Annabelle, you killed like 40 people.
3: Were they people though? What the fuck? The population is like 60 now. I think they're better off, but we should probably get out of this water because if this town is flooding and there's all this blood, we're going to get alligators everywhere. Oh God.
1: Okay, lead the way. So the three of you barge your way out of the building and you find yourself in utter chaos. All the sewer grates and all the pipes are all exploding around you. The central like, angel uh, statue has blown off of its mount and there is water piling up and spraying all over the place. The river is starting to fill up and it won't be very long until it bursts its banks and the water splashes everywhere. There is chaos, there are people running back and forth and you can see Joel Lafayette is running towards the banshee
2: Dude, should we run after him uh we
0: still have like smedley is alive right can i hear something from smedley
1: you can't see smedley
0: okay so is, where is smedley then you don't know Fuck. uh roll for observation i got a, i got a
1: natural 20 you see two sets of footsteps from where joel was running
2: to
0: shoot so he took smedley
2: yes okay so i guess we know what we're doing ah damn it honey you ready for an adventure? You ready for an adventure? <laughs> I think he was asking his wife.
1: Oh, did you say Doreen? I, I said honey. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm not used to you calling me honey. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, why, why, why not, I suppose?
0: Okay. So how do you feel about fire?
1: Um, is it the fire of our love? It's
0: fu- the fire of our love and actual fire as well.
1: Okay, I, I suppose I can give it a go.
0: Okay. So you know how I got those 19 bags of chips from the... Um, how fast do you
1: run, honey? <laughs> uh, I, I can run pretty fast. Why?
0: I, I take the 19 bags of chips that I got from Gumbo Land that are extremely flammable and also exploding.
2: I was going to say, those sound like a good raft, but yeah.
0: Okay, so I'm going to light one of these on fire. By the time you get to that banshee, that big old airship over there, they'll be ready to explode. You throw them over there, you get back here, and we're going to get some really nice beachfront property up here soon, okay? Okay, you ready? Uh...
1: I, I don't like. I don't like the sounds of this.
0: I didn't roll for persuasion. What I instead did is, I grabbed her, her by the shoulders. I looked her in the eyes, and I said, "If there's anything that's going to be exploding today, it definitely won't be you. It'll be any barrier."
1: Do I love? Okay. Uh, you give her the flaming chips, and she starts to run. Um, and I'm gonna roll for agility for Doreen.
2: <laughs> You're sick, Koala. You know that, right? If she lives, I'm married.
0: That's an agility of nine, my wife is not fast.
1: She starts to run with these chips in her hands. Uh, She's wearing her high heels and she- Take
0: off your high heels!
1: She gets as far as the bridge and an alligator jumps out of the water and she manages to sort of like get past it and avoids getting eaten by this alligator. She runs up past the town museum and at that point the chips explode.
0: Uh, how is she? Is she okay?
1: What's left of her is, I suppose.
0: If I wasn't committed to insurance fraud, I would be... Okay, let let me just be real with you for a second. This is going to require a lot of therapy and soul-searching, and I'm very sorry for what's just occurred. Okay. Did my wife accomplish anything?
1: So, I'm going to say that her exploding and (laughs) the littering of her meat across the ground oh, in front of the town museum causes the all the alligators in the nearby river to go towards her, so you ain't gonna have any problems with alligators.
0: Let's get Smedley, which was the original plan. I was helping to blow it up before we took off with Smedley, but my wife made the ultimate sacrifice.
2: At least you have 18 more... Ex- like, very explosive chips bags. No, I
0: gave them all to her. It was a very large explosion. It needed to be for the airship to go up in flames. I have no
2: chips.
1: It was quite a large meat AOE. Like, that entire, like, plaza in front of the town museum is covered in tiny bits of Doreen now.
2: What is in those bags? <laughs> this
1: is what happens when you leave, like, crisps for, like, m- like years like they they expand in the bag and they turn into
0: gunpowder don't commit insurance fraud and also don't give them to your wife while they're on fire
1: do the three of you want to go and pursue Yeah.
0: yeah
1: the three of you then go across the bridge past the chunks of Doreen and up towards the banshee Uh, and you see Joel is there removing the stakes in the ground that are holding the banshee there and Smedley is sort of like on the floor in the banshee trying to sort of like wiggle his way back and forth towards the door and you can see him and he goes Guys! Help! Help me please! It looks like at any moment they could take off and leave you behind in this flooded town and we're going to find out what happens to you guys in the next episode of Omen. I'll see you next time Bye! Bye! The Omen podcast is powered by Ellipsis RPG, the accessible donationware rule set, now available on itch.io. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag omencast, that's O-M-E-N cast, and who knows, you might get a special mention in one of the episodes from us. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there.
0: Hi there. The show you just listened to is a member of the Necropodicon Podcast Network. Head over to necropodicon.com to find tons of other shows you'll love. While you're there, check out the casting crew profiles and fan art galleries.